Hey peeps, it's me, Christine, and I want to share with you a game-changing product that has improved my sleep and daily health. So let's dive in. You all know through my journey, I have struggled with sleep, being afraid of it, not getting quality sleep, and not being able to regulate my temperature throughout the night. I definitely learned the hard way, but sleep matters big time. It's when your muscles repair, your brain detoxes, and your body can work on cellular renewal. We just can't afford to miss out on an adequate amount of high-quality sleep, which is kind of hard when you have a rare disease. There's not much that I control in this real life, but one of the easiest and most effective ways to get better sleep every single night is through temperature regulation. Studies actually prove cooler temperatures lead to a deeper, more restful sleep, and that insomniacs actually lack this natural drop in core body temperature, which is what keeps them up at night. Personally, I run hot. This means that even if my room is super cold, I wake up in a pool of sweat, uncomfortable, changing my clothes several times throughout the night. It's frustrating for obvious reasons, and this is why I was so relieved to discover this transformative products from Chili. The Cube from Chili Sleep is a system that fits right over the top of your mattress and uses water to control the temperature of your bed, which helps lower your internal temperature and triggers deeper, relaxing sleep. Since water has 30 times more thermal conductivity than air, these systems are a lot more effective than just cranking up the AC. I mean, I keep my house at 65, so it has to be true. Ever since I started using the Cube system, I've noticed I fall asleep a lot faster, sleep deeper, and wake up feeling fully rested. (laughs) Now, my wife is not a polar bear like me and likes to sleep a little bit warmer, so I love that we can each have our own temperatures on either side of the bed. Chili products can range between 55 and 115 degrees. Right now, Chili is offering my audience a really great deal. When you go to chilisleep.com backslash findyourrare20, you get 20% off the Cube All Sleep Systems with Find Your Rare 20. Sleep is something we could all use more of, and we can all take small steps towards getting better sleep to improve our life in big ways. I hope you'll check out the Chili Sleep System and see why I love their product so much. Hey peeps, welcome back for another episode of Because We Are Strong. This week, we are chatting with Jennifer, who is the daughter of a chronic pain warrior who is also an autoimmune dietitian. Her mother is her wife. She became determined to find tools and strategies to help with pain management after watching her mother struggle with chronic pain. She wanted a solution for not just her family, but for others as well. I'm your host, Teresa. And I'm Christine. So let's dive in. This is the Because We're Strong podcast, where we sit down every week to get your stories and insight on how to navigate this rare life. You can expect everything real and raw in the hopes that your story, along with ours, helps another person who is dealing with a similar rare struggle. So grab your favorite drink, a comfy blanket, and buckle in, because rare disease isn't for the faint of heart. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for being here with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Jennifer, your mother's story resonated so much with me because I am a chronic pain fighter myself. Um, and chronic pain truly is so difficult for so many people to understand. I don't really think it's something people can fully understand unless they um, have a loved one with it or experience it themselves. Um, so 
I think it's amazing what you're doing. And I would love it if you could just share your mother's story with our listeners. Of course. Thank you so much. So yeah, um, actually, I didn't know anything about chronic illness. I mean, I did, you know, um, I have a master's in nutrition and going to be registered dietitian. I did learn about it, but very minimally, you know, and um, growing up, obviously, you know, um, I am from a South Asian background. So there's a lot of stigma attached to things like chronic pain, people, like you said, nobody understands it. And my mom actually um, was, we were moving houses and I believe I was four years old and my brother was three years old and my parents were um like going uh like something like a U-Haul right like moving um across country um and then my mom had a chronic she started she I think it was more like a jerk that she got in her back and then um you know you just kind of um, don't don't think too much about it, right? You get busy in your life, but that um, acute inflammation that started then became chronic inflammation over time. And then once on the train st- station, once again she slipped on a banana peel, and then again, you know, that just kind of led to that injury again and again. And um, that all started when I like when I was four, but then we started to see signs and symptoms very clearly when I was about like 12 years old. And um, my mom always had to say like, you know, I can't come to the wedding or, you know, our South Asian weddings are really, really long. So my mom had to skip out on some of the days of the wedding events. And, you know, in our culture, um, daughter-in-laws have to do things you know for the family and whatnot and my mom just couldn't do any of that and you know a lot of times it was taken as oh she just is not social or she just doesn't want to you know be with others and things like that and I would ask my mom like you know my family like hey let's go for movie night and whatnot and we would all plan for it but last minute my mom would just say no um, and I would be like crying and feeling bad. And I'm just like, I want the whole family to go. And my mom would just pop pills, like, you know, pain medication and would put a smile on her face and would tag along. Long story short, you know, all of these things have been happening for years, you know. And when I did my master's um, in nutrition, I studied anti-inflammatory nutrition uh, but at the time, it was I had no intention of you know um, focusing on this specific population. Um, I just went into weight loss like any other dietitian does in the beginning, and it just didn't feel right, you know. Like it, there was like an inner voice in my head, um, and I was just like, no, this is this just doesn't feel right, and. Um, yeah, so part of it was my mom, you know, her, like you said, my mom is my why, why I started doing this. And then I combined my empathy and my knowing of what it feels like to have a chronic illness, chronic pain warrior in the family and how invisible it is, uh, combine that with my education as a registered dietitian. So yeah, that was a long answer. No, 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 it was. It was perfect. I mean, I was drawn to your story on Clubhouse because I felt like you had a different perspective um, 
you know, a lot of times we talk to moms or chronic wellness warriors themselves, but you had this perspective of being a child and watching, you know, your parent grow up like this. And so can you describe for our listeners, like how hard it was to be a child and kind of comprehend and watch your mom struggle? Yes, like I, you know, I didn't understand at all. Like, you know, we we don't get this kind of education or like, this is so rare. Like, you know, you always say it's so rare and unique and invisible. Um, I just would just feel very sad when, you know, my mom would always have to say no. Um, and I know she didn't want to, like she would dress up like completely, right? And then she would be sweating because of high blood pressure and, you know, her back pain. And she would just be like, I can't do this. And I would just, you know, I would feel so upset and not understand anything that was going on. I just started to feel like, yeah, my mom just doesn't want to go anywhere, right? Like, you just feel like your mom, why, why other, like, you know, my friend's moms, they went out, you know, they, they hung out, they went to movies and my mom did too. But, you know, over time it got worse. But, um, yeah, so I just couldn't comprehend, like, why my mom was always saying no, you know, it's just like, you see your friends, and you're like, they can't, they can do all the things. And why can't my mom do it? Um, So yeah, it was very difficult time. And I, I like I said, I didn't comprehend any of it back then, because I was too young and naive. Uh, but growing up and now, you know, like even in the beginning, when I decided to focus on chronic pain, it was more even that came from because I started work to work in a chiropractor's office as a registered dietitian, still doing weight loss, believe it or not. And yeah, like I was just like this then it started makes making sense to me more and more because I started seeing more and pe- more people with similar conditions, right? People would come in with chronic pain and they would just feel good temporarily with massages and chiropractors treatments and whatnot. That's where, you know, the light bulb went off. So that's actually what I was, I was just about to ask you, was there a specific you know, like when in your career was, were you like, okay, I'm going to switch gears and this is what I'm going to do. Was it then like when you were working in the chiropractor's office? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, for sure. Because I, I, did have this master's under my belt. And, you know, like I said, I was just too drawn to like weight loss. And that was my first job out of my dietetic internship. But then yeah, when I when I moved to Canada, and I started working in a chiropractor, so it was a multidisciplinary clinic where there were doctors and chiropractors and massage therapists, but nobody was talking about nutrition. And I was also talking about weight loss. So I would get patients or clients from other professionals professional healthcare professionals for weight loss because they thought oh weight loss will solve the problem but it wasn't it wasn't the weight loss that was going to solve the problem it was lowering that low grade inflammation and making them feel better and have better quality of life you know and that's where yeah i was like okay and i that's why my handle is chronic pain nutritionist and over time i've started to more work more with chronic illness warriors but at first i thought 
I'm just serving people who have chronic pain, right? Because that's what my understanding was. And even my mom, like she has chronic pain and she does have musculoskeletal pain, but it still doesn't have any name. So, you know, (laughs) that's where I was like, okay, I'm going to serve all the chronic pain population, right? But I started to learn more and more and more gradually that, oh, it just doesn't sit with one type of population. It's like, all a lot of chronic illness warriors struggle with this. What made you look into the relationship between like diet and chronic pain? I mean, I know everyone like says it and it's like seems to be like, you know, an, an easy fix or something that flows. But like, what made you really dive in deep to it? Yeah, so again, you know, the same reason, like when I was working at the chiropractor's clinic, and you know, I was just thinking more and more and more about my mom and how she did acupuncture, Ayurvedic medications, uh, massages, like you name it, allopathic medication, like all the different medications, but we had no idea about diet, inflammation and all of that, you know, like, yeah, we grew up eating turmeric, but that doesn't prevent anything alone, right? So that's where, like, like I said, I did do my master's thesis on anti-inflammatory nutrition. So I had already dived into this topic during my literature review and learned a lot about it. It's just I hadn't quite applied it. And that's when I started reading more research papers specific to this population, specific to arthritis, specific to fibromyalgia, specific to post-concussion, because that is a type of injury that if not taken care of, um, like car accidents, right? Like a lot of women I work with who have concussion and they gain weight because then they have a whole host of um, antidepressant medications, anxiety, weight gain, all of that, right? So yeah, like over time, I think it it was more gradually where I started to look into research and all of these different uh, specific autoimmune conditions and see uh, what the research was about anti-inflammatory nutrition. I think it's so interesting. And I, you know, I'm so curious, could you tell myself and our listeners, what you have found in terms of the relationship between diet and chronic pain, like what are there specific things you should remove and that should make your pain level better? Or is it not as clear cut as that? So um, definitely it has to be individualized uh, because um, I work with a very complex, uh, complicated population, which not to put the word complicated, but just they have multiple medical conditions going on, right? So one, it's not like one size fits all. That being said, definitely, you know, there are some um, like food triggers that I discuss with warriors uh, that can, you know, exacerbate their inflammation. So I would say like, you know, keeping a food and symptom journal and kind of really diving into uh, and being intuitive about how you're feeling after eating specific foods. And it's very difficult for warriors to do because they don't have expertise. So I will look at their journals. Um, And number two is like, we all know that ultra processed foods, like, you know, too much sugar, too much salt, 
um, too many additives is no no go for anybody, right? And it goes for the same thing. People tend to think like inflammation in chronic illness population is different than inflammation in diabetes or inflammation in PCOS or inflammation in heart disease or cancer. But it's all low-grade inflammation that has led to all of these medical conditions. So I really like, you know, say like, it's not a miracle or it's not like something like a superfood diet that you have to be on. I I start with basics, right? Are you getting five to six servings of antioxidant rich vegetables? Where is your fiber intake? right? Are you eating whole grains, beans and lentils, nuts and seeds? Are you getting your healthy fats? Um, Are you drinking enough water? Like a lot of people just don't drink enough water and that exacerbates their joint pain because um, hypohydration can, um, you know, put pressure on your joints and cause um, more pain. Uh, Salty foods, you know, like sodium, um, high salt high sodium foods can also put pressure on your joints and um, cause more inflammation stress management better quality of sleep all of these things play a huge role so like I said it's it's it has to be individualized but the pillars I focus on is you know anti-inflammatory nutrition lifestyle factors and gentle movement and lastly hydration it seems so simple but um you know, in the in the day, in the mix up of every day, I as a chronic illness warrior can tell you that like it's not as e- easy as it um, as it seems. Um, I feel like I never can drink enough water. Can you explain why your approach to nutrition and diet is different than like others on the market, or what insight you feel you know you bring? So basically, my approach is uh, in big, bold letters, non-restrictive. I see a lot of approaches out there, which I just am very vocal on Instagram about these. Um, And I say, like, you don't have to do it. I'm not going to name anything. But, you know, a lot of these approaches have come out by PhDs or doctors uh, who just take one, you know, one approach, right? Like become vegan. Everyone should become vegan. Uh, No, Uh, or everyone should eliminate all of these uh, fiber rich foods and just stick to like grass fed meat. Like who has the affordability? Like, I don't think my population, not all of my population can afford grass fed meat all the time. Right. So um, that's what makes my approach very different is number one, it's non restrictive. I only only will uh, recommend elimination of any foods um if i see that that specific food or um even like food from a food group even you know so let's take take an example of nightshades i often find that people just eliminate nightshades off the hook but it's not all the nightshades that you have to eliminate um maybe tomatoes cooked tomatoes are working really well for you and you need lycopene from it because it's an antioxidant that fights Uh, free radicals in your body and reduces inflammation so that may be working for you but if you don't understand the science then you're probably just eliminating the whole food group right so I hone in on keeping the most foods in the mix keeping the fun um, in the mix for sure so eliminating that food anxiety eliminating that food fear and then focusing on simple, basic habits that on routines that we can focus on and bring in that consistency. Like you said, 
Um, drinking water can be very difficult and some people just don't like plain water so giving them options right what are different ways you can drink water you know sometimes people are just busy and they forget to fill up their water bottle and the whole day goes by so just like okay first thing in the morning can you fill up the water bottle right and keep it on your desk just do that every day and that is like a a cue. I don't know if you've read the book, um, The Power of Habits, but they talk about like a habit loop where there is a cue, there's a routine and there is a reward. So I say like your cue is like the water bottle in front of you. Your routine becomes over time you're drinking the water from the water bottle and the reward is you're very hydrated, right? So it's it's simple. It's very simple approach, non-restrictive because we don't have to take away um, pleasure from food. That is awesome because I know, like, even for myself, I love food. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I think, you know, I think it's hard for people to, I think it's hard for people to realize, like, oh, that I might have to give up certain things. So I think that's, I think the way that you're approaching it is really cool. Um, What are you hoping to accomplish with your nutritional coaching? So generally, um, my big fat goal for everyone is improving their quality of life. So the way I look at it is like, okay, um, if they come to me with constant flares, then I'm like, okay, how can we reduce the number of flares you have? And then how can we also reduce the severity of flares? Sometimes uh, women will have flares related to uh, their menstrual cycle. So I'll focus on hormone balance foods that really help with that hormone balance and you know what foods they need to be eating um the week leading up to their periods right so that is just one example um and then reducing fatigue reducing brain fog um so they feel like more energetic and they are able to be physically active. I think that's one thing that a lot of warriors come to me for. They're like, I just want to be more physically active. I used to be able to hike the mountains and now I can barely walk to the house next door. Right. So um, my goal is, OK, if you let's say if you can't walk for very long distances, let's let's see if we can uh provide you with that energy through nutrition and consistent eat consistently eating anti-inflammatory nutrient dense foods so you feel energetic let's talk about how can we fuel your walk a lot of people under eat and over exercise because they feel like okay that is something they can control right because they also don't have the knowledge so um i know one warrior i'm working with right now in our group coaching program she went for like i believe an hour walk on just um a protein shake made with water right so then we address that that okay you cannot go on an hour walk without having any carbohydrates in your system you're gonna feel extremely fatigued you're going to start having a lot of pain after. That's what she had. And so things like that, right? So the overarching goal is overall improved quality of life. Being a- If moms, being able to spend more quality time with their kids. You know, a lot of moms come to me and they're like, by evening, I'm, I've, I have no spoons left. Like I'm always like sleeping at by 7 p.m. So when they're able to stay up until 9 p.m. so their kids go to bed and they are able to spend quality time with their husband, that's a huge win for me and for the warriors that I work with. Absolutely. I mean, I know my wife would appreciate would appreciate some um, 
some extra time and some extra spoons. Where can people find you to get more information about you and your coaching? So Instagram is the best place. Um, all the links are in my bio. So if someone wants, if someone is like ready to take action um, or, you know, just are curious about my coaching program, I do offer a free 30 minute get to know you call. Um, so they can um, fill out my nutrition coaching application. It's a good way to for me to know um, if I'm going to be able to help this warrior. And then I invite them to book a free call with me where we go over their story, their struggles. And then I provide them information about my coaching program and see if we are a good fit. And if we are, then, you know, I would love to work with them. I do have free resources. So I do have a free Facebook community and the link to join the Facebook community is also on my Instagram and you'll find me on Clubhouse. Lately, I've just been busy, so not been very active over there, but Instagram is the place I'm always at and my Facebook group. And as always, we are going to go ahead and link all those great links right to the bottom of the show notes so that you guys can click right on through to get... um, a full look at everything Jennifer is doing. Jennifer, thank you so much for connecting with us and for also recognizing a need in the chronic pain community and deciding to look outside the box and find a way to help people who are struggling daily with this issue. Um, As a chronic pain fighter myself, I'm extremely grateful for the information that you're giving. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. And thank you to our listeners who tune in every week and help us bridge the gap between rare disease and the rest of the world. Until next time, live large and stay rare. Catch us next week for another episode. To continue the conversation about rare disease and all the unknowns that comes with it, join our Facebook group. Want even more rare? Become a VRP member on Patreon and learn more about our stories or how to share yours by visiting bwspod.com.